Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, welcome to Supper Church Podcast. This is Justin, your 30-second host and executive pastor. Today's podcast is the second big day. We are having our second preview service at our friend Eleno, the Cortez's residence. So, it's Sunday, 12, 12, 4 p.m. So, this podcast will be a short preview encouraging you to come and join us. Thank you, Matt, for leading us and myself for being in the background supporting Matt. If you don't know, our former worship pastor, Eric Yu, has been taking his sabbatical and will be taking a break. In our last in-person gathering, we prayed for him, blessed him as he changes careers and continues support and love on his family. Um, And with that, we want to let you know that Matt has volunteered to step in and be willing to be trained as a worship leader. And honestly, I love that this community is willing to take a chance to support people to step into leadership positions, to explore callings and passions. So just as you, you all gave me the, the same grace and opportunity that we can extend the same with Matt. Well, as we continue with worship, I want to invite you to support us through giving. Please, please, please go online with the link below. And, uh, and, and your financial support will help run the service, support the community that we have, provide meals, give gratuity, and honorariums for those who serve. So thankful for you um, for helping us create this space. So again, please join us tonight at 4 p.m. at Eleno's house. You can DM us for more, for more details. Well, the vision here is that we become a church that deconstructs what a traditional church looks like or how it operates, that in the light of the post-pandemic world that we can create unity, bring love, bring kindness and goodness and the peace of Jesus, that we can be people of faith, people of God. We can help this world, help our neighbors around us, and help families, our spouses, our kids, and ourselves. And so with this rebrand, we want to center the vision of this church around the table, around the table, around the supper table, the very thing that supports our physical bodies that can also support our spiritual bodies, our community. And because the table, you know, over the table, over meals, over food, we, we can be believers of hope, ambassadors of peace, vessels of goodness. Inside the dinner table, it's over food where life happens. It's over the table where conversations can happen, conversations, conversations about careers or our identities, about pain or traumas or hurts. It could be about joys, about parenting or about dating. We can have conversations about things like sports and TV shows we watch. And in the same conversations, we can unpack the depths and the meanings of why we like those TV shows or why, the, why we like those certain sports. And it could be over food where we can challenge each other and push and encourage each other to grow, create places of safety, work out our faith, our belief in Jesus. We can have moments of vulnerability, moments of doubt, uncertainty, and we can have sobering conversations about even death and pain, and we can have healing experiences and process together. And so this is our vision, that we can use the elements of food just as Jesus did, where he brought miracles of water into wine, And we too can have those miracles of healing where where Jesus used food to feed the 5,000 or for the thousands. And we too can feed this community, whether it's in our community groups or or programs we partnered up with, like Delivering with Dignity, where we deliver food to people who needed it during, during the pandemic. We can use the elements of communion to remind ourselves of the forgiveness of our sins, the new life that Jesus gives us. We can use food to invite many to come to the table and we can save a seat for as many people, as many friends as possible. You know, and during the Last Supper, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and, and, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the, of the new covenant, which is poured out 
um, for many for the forgiveness of sins. You know, it's in these moments, in these intimate moments where, where Jesus spent right before his crucifixion, where he chose to die for our sins, to forgive us, to give our failures, our faults, and heal us from our shame. And it was over these moments, over the bread and over the wine, which we will have tonight again at 4 p.m. for service, he reminds us of his love for you and his love for me. And this is why we do it. This is why we do this community together. You know, with our current series, The Beatitudes, I want to read from this passage, Matthew uh, 5, 3. It says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. And blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And in our services, we've been talking, in in this new world, what would it look like if Christians started to live like the words of Jesus? If Jesus' words were the only thing to live by, what would that look like? What would it be if we were living as Jesus? And in these messages, we've been challenged to be poor in spirit. It doesn't mean poor in general, but poor in spirit. And that many Christians have misconstrued what it looks like to be poor in spirit. They think it's really poor, believing in the poverty gospel, where we have to be poor. But Jesus emphasized it's poor in spirit, it's humility, to live in confidence of who Jesus is, being in control of our actions and our thoughts, and being humble. And so tonight, we are continuing this series, and we are looking at peacemaking. So please join us. Join us tonight. Join us in this community that we, we would fill our homes here you know, with people who are not just hashtag blessed, but people who are really blessed, who are poor in spirit, who are meek, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who are pure in heart, who are peacemakers. Let's start being a church that lives the words of Jesus. And so my prayer is that as we deconstruct these large gatherings and start moving into our living rooms, we would share in life together, in edifying conversations, in wonderful meals, that we would be a church that just doesn't meet on Sundays and worship and sing on Sundays, but our affections for Jesus will be every day. It will be demonstrated in the way we love our friends, love our families, our co-workers, our neighbors, the people around us. That we're not just a church that rallies around an amazing speaker that teaches on a Sunday, but it would be built on the strength of numbers, on the vision of many, the generosity of many, the hospitality of you and me, the love love of all of us, the beauty and joy of many. And I pray that we can be a church that lives intentionally, organically, and loves the city well, and continue to love whoever is in our lives. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time and this space that we can come together and gather in your name, that we can be people that love you and love each other, and so, God, as we prepare our hearts and get ready for service tonight, God, I, I pray that you would come, that you would, you would bless us, you would uh, send your spirit, God, so that we could be people that be filled with your love, filled with your joy, filled with your goodness, and we could be people that love others well, that gives others joy and strengthens others and grows others. And we could be this community, we can create this community to be people, God, that changes the world by what you teach, and we can live that out. And so, Father, we thank you for giving us this time. We thank you that we could be here in this moment. 
God, we, we love you, and we, we wait for you to come. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. See you guys at 4 p.m. Love you all. Bye.